listening to Game On Podcast with me, Simon Tuck and Charlie Bill. Charlie Bill, Sunday was exactly what the FA Cup is all about, surely. Yeah, it's it's um, not not good for the nerves. I don't think it doesn't doesn't help. You said it's it's exactly what what the competition is about. It's the beauty of the cup. It's it's exactly kind of what we expected from it. We knew that we probably took us a little bit by surprise um, in in the first half and. But uh, like I said, to, to all Worthing's credit, and, and and like we like we built up in a week, and, and we like we always do, and the same for this weekend. We we never underestimated them. We knew what they were going to bring. We knew they had a fair bulk of players who had been at the Tier Three last season, and we played against. So we knew the quality they would bring. But in cup competitions, like I said, it's it's about on the day, and and I think the the, the best thing that we took from it, or the yeah, the, the the biggest thing was the the fact that 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 never say die attitude and and it come and it showed and even when I got him in with with ten minutes to go, it was very much I never felt we were out of the game. I never felt the game was lost. I was always thinking one more chance, one more chance, and to, to not only react and and get it to two two and think you might have another half an hour of, of extra time, but to then go and win it in normal time um, and, and see all them them scenes. That's what I said, and that's the beauty of of the competition and. And winning that title, and then, and I'm sure, obviously, like we'll speak about having the exciting tie that we wanted to present mm. ourselves against, because what a, what an occasion that will be as well. So, all in all, yeah, a really, really pleasing end to, to Sunday, and, and a really, really good occasion once again. Let's talk about some of those goals, eh? Because I, I was really excited to see Rush scoring genuinely, and I know that she's got a good foot on her. She was battling battling in that box along with many others especially when her goal came through and that's got to be again we, you know we spoke about this already about the fact that loads of the team can score goals but actually like to see Rush step up I feel like this season I've seen an improvement in her you've taken another step on the ball you're taking extra yard or two on the ball and the last couple of weeks have just seemed like wow this is a different kind of Rianne Rush to see a score at the weekend was so exciting. Yeah, I think I think um, bang on. I think we we've said the same thing. I think she's going through her most consistent spell. I think she's impacting games and performances and 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 all that week. And um, yeah, we 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 have a laugh and joke with her as always. Because I think that was her first goal this season. And I know she went through late doors against London Bees on on Sunday and, and rounded the keeper and then just lost her foot in. So I think she was um, as motivated as anyone to to get her to, to get her first goal of the season and like like she's deserved to. But yeah, I would say uh, yeah, completely right in terms of her performances stepping up. She shows more composure on the ball now and, and confidence is growing each week from her. So yeah, it was really nice to see and then and like we said, another goal scorer who's added to to that this season, um, on top of yeah, like I said, the the usual players who are scoring at the top end, to, to have players chip in, that that's where it's really really important. So, no, really really pleased for her. Pepper has so many chances, and you know, like when you just feel like it's not your game. I don't know if you ever feel like this. You're going, oh, it's just not my game today. Just not happening. And every shot that Pepper seemed to take was going over the bar. It was going wide. It was going somewhere else. I thought, no, please. Um, but then mighty free kick tell me what you saw from that goal and how excited was it for her to get the boot in right yeah no and I think that's the, the quality she poses from not just um not just free kicks but her corners are consistently in in the right areas and the, and the quality that we have from her from a dead ball situation and, and like you said she had a couple of in that in the game that, that didn't go didn't go as, as well as she would have wanted to. So, yeah, when she was stepping over it, I think she she has that quite a lot. But I think 
the credit of her is, is, is the movement that she actually puts on on the ball within that because it makes it very difficult because uh, a goalkeeper will naturally think, I think then the same, same thing for the goalkeeper Sunday, will naturally think that it's going up and down over the wall. And I think, I was yeah, like I said, we were right behind it. And as soon as I saw the keeper take one step, it's very difficult for her to shift their weight. So as soon as I saw the, the ball move, you felt, yeah, as soon as it left it, her foot, she hit it that cleanly. But... Yeah, you knew you knew it was um you knew it was going in, but then yeah again and, and also then three three minutes later the 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 ball that she puts in behind for Leone is 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 again another unbelievable pass and Leone with her speed and and um her desire to get on the end of it and score the winner in the last four or five minutes it uh, the game changed completely and and obviously um a goal and assist for for, for Nick was yeah again full credit to her. It was a beautifully weighted ball. I mean, beautifully weighted. Someone from your side was shouting Leone as well, but we're all shouting Leone as well because we can see that she's in the space and the ball comes flying in towards her feet and she knocks it around the keeper, which is one of the best things. And then time dragged for like, it felt like hours for that ball just to stumble um, across the goal line with their player on the outside of Leone and there was on the inside kind of chasing a ball towards the goal. And then when it went in, it was like, Oh my gosh. I mean, I know you guys were shouting at your side and we were shouting at our side. And I know there's been some comments like said like, oh, it sounds like they won the FA Cup. I don't care. We've won the FA Cup at that point. Do you know what I mean? Because it was just like, that's the beauty of football. And that's the beauty of like those 120 supporters that turned up at Fairfields and went, we want to see a, a great game. And I think we saw, I believe we saw, and I know we saw a great game. Yeah, no. And, and like you said, it did, it did feel like time when in slow motion, when it was just, yeah, you just didn't know that the defender was going to recover, clear off the line. And yeah, it was, um, yeah, straight away. And like I said, I think Nick didn't even have a head up, to be fair. We were calling for it because we knew that obviously they would then step back on because it had gone 2-2. Two, two, so the space was in behind and we know that the threat that Leone has with that. But but like you said, and from our end is, we didn't, like I said, we don't look at any team in terms of where they are, in terms of league position, in terms of what league, because we know the quality that any team will pose. But the, the celebrations show a real, like we keep going back to, the real togetherness of the group, how much it means to the group, winning games of football and winning in the FA Cup. Like I said, it's such a historic competition and, and more so, like I said, when the draw then comes out live on on Monday, mm. again it's the reaction. If 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 you wouldn't have turned that game around, and then you lose the game two one, and then you see the draw come out, it'll almost be the added disappointment because you missed out on a big championship tie. So yeah, it's 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 really really yeah pleasing from that, and I think it was yeah really really good. Yeah, yeah, it really really good um, occasion, and and now yeah now we we look forward to to what's going to be. Equally, three three massive games to finish up until Christmas on on the road in all three. But but yeah. really looking forward to, to all three of them. We want to be, and you'd agree, we want to be a championship club minimum, right? We want to be a championship club. You look at what's happened to Southampton. They've gone up. They've not just gone up, but they are performing well in that championship league. If we want to be a championship club, then. The likes of Charlton Athletic are going to be a great step up moment for the team, right? Yeah, no, exactly that. And it is an occasion that we are really looking forward to because of the fact of just players playing out there. Like, like you said, you want to be playing team, top teams, teams that are in full time, teams like Charlton have got internationals, who have got youth internationals in the England pathway. So it's it's um it's really, really, yeah, it's a really, really exciting occasion. And and one, like you said, in terms of we we played at Southampton three times last season and really did match 
them. Obviously, they've, they've recruited a few players since then, but they, yeah. they've still got a large bulk of what the squad they had. So it is about making sure that we know that it is going to be a real difficult occasion. We know it's going to yeah, be a real tough cup tie, but I think it's for players to now enjoy that and, and step up and go, look, I want to want to um, have, have the pitch against a championship side and I want to show them what I can do. And, and I believe in this group that we can go there. Um, hopefully winning again Sunday and, and, and winning kind of four on the bounce and, and having that confidence going into that game because, yeah, that, that's what it's about. It's, it's, it's about the, the occasion. It's about on the day. And if we get everything right on the day, then then, then we can compete in that game of football. And and, um, and that, that's what the FA Cup's about. Then us, on the flip side, having less pressure and we're the ones who can yeah. hopefully go there and Cause an upset. I always think, you know, like, you know, when you look at the lower, the, some of the lower teams, they do raise their game when they come to MK Dons, do you know what I mean? They want to play. We don't want to lower us, our game down to their game, do you know what I mean? Because you notice that when we start playing our way, we play well and we, you know, we're, we match, if not beat other major teams in our, even in our own league. However, do you know, if we, then when we go to Charlton, which is a great draw, was there anybody else that you would have wanted or are you happy with that? I mean, I'm not like you could have changed anything, but would there be a team that you would have preferred to play? No, I don't think so. I think I want we wanted to test ourselves against the, um, against the top sides in the championship because I think although, you had your likes of, um, let's say, your Oxford, your Watford, your Portsmouth. Obviously, you play them twice a year. You you tend to get them in the League Cup tie yeah. as well. So, I think, yeah, yeah, I'm always one that whenever I'm looking at the, the draws, and I, I, like I said, I like tough draws. And and like I said, the, the last occasion we, we played or we got to... Um, to the FA Cup further rounds and um, was was when I, my first season that I took on on managing and we went away to Liverpool and Liverpool was Super League at the time and we lost the game six nil in that on that occasion but I think we were we were nil nil of them after thirty five minutes and we put in a real good yeah first half performance and and obviously their their quality just showed later on but I think yeah since that we 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 haven't played an, an opposition in the Super League or Championship so. Yeah, straight away you're always looking and you want for the players more than anything, I want them to be able to showcase it on on the kind of biggest occasions and 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 that will be one of them. You know, let's get a busload, you know, together. Let's get a load of fans together to go along. Let's get those RTC players along, do you know what I mean? And somehow fund, you know, help fund or help support get them there because these these are big occasions and and I'm not saying that's the end of the line because I don't believe it can be, do you know what I mean? Because we can if when we play our game, you see it, like even in the Oxford game, you see that we can step up. You see when we play Southampton, that is, there are possibilities. And I think, um, I think we we can raise our game, play our game and beat Charlton without any problem at all. So um, that, that's my belief anyway, Charlie. And you, you know that, right? So we, um, well, exciting to see the Newcastle though, the, the women's game, which is like sold out, packed stadium, right? That's exciting to see as well, right? Yeah, and again, yeah, it is, it is for, for for the competition, but 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 for also yeah for for women's football and and um, I know obviously Newcastle they're a real believer in in especially up north they're the club, but they show the same passion for for their female side, so which is really really again good to see and the, yeah these things just helping grow the game and and help grow the the competition and yeah it, it was again. Um, a really good weekend all round in, in lots of different games. So, yeah. We're going to speak to Hannah Samuels. Tell me a little bit about uh, this player and what you know and tell me a little bit about her story with MK Don so far. Yeah, so so Hannah's um, a really, really good character, really, really intelligent individual, takes on inf- information really, really well. Um, I actually, it's, it's obviously funny sometimes how opportunities present, present themselves. So she was playing at um, 
Southampton women's, which was not the one who had just gone up from yeah. our league, the one at or um, I know Smithy quite well in terms of their manager. I actually did my coaching course with him in his A licence and and he reached out to me to, to say that, that he had a player, real high quality, she's played at a good level and that she was moving kind of um, down south further. So, yeah, the the, the commute for her was uh, difficult. And, and I think that's why it's always good to be good people and not just good players as well, because when we echo our values and standards straight away, when when even though she's leaving a club, when when the manager speaks so highly of her, it was yeah, it was kind of a no brainer for us. Um, she's had she's had a few kind of niggles and setbacks along the way, which has kind of disrupted uh, disrupted pro, uh, progress. But again, uh, coming in Sunday and, and and having a big performance Sunday as well, um, it's obviously yeah brings that level of competition because we have some fantastic fullbacks. Obviously, Hannah Warren slotting in the centre back and Hannah Sandwich can do that role as well. So. Yeah, she just brings the, the quality up of the group um, straight away. So, yeah, a really, really driven individual, really, really intelligent in the conversations. She understands the journey where she's at, always asking questions, what she can do better. And, and again, has fitted into the group really, really well. And, and um, yeah, a player that, that we yeah, really enjoy having around our environment. Really looking forward to this weekend, Sunday. It's a little bit of a drive down to Exeter. But let's talk to Hannah Samuels first here on the Game On podcast. <laughs> This is the Game On Podcast. I am with Hannah Samuels, who actually, I'd like to say, Hannah, and I have said this to you already, so, but I'm saying it on the podcast, but I thought you, honestly, were player of the match of the Mulbarton game. Can I just say that? You fought so hard in that game. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Was it your favourite game of the season or was there other games that you enjoyed more? First, thanks for saying I played well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was a definitely an enjoyable game to play in managed to get the win and it was nice to get a few goals as well but we had to battle hard for it it wasn't wasn't an easy game um and for me I've had a few injuries so that was my first 90 minutes for a while definitely uh felt good to be back out on the pitch and get the win and through to the next round you've been with us since August tell me about what it's like to be part of MK Dons firstly a great group of girls and coaches I felt very welcome when I came over the summer and it's a really challenging environment as well, which which is really nice and enjoyable. Um, you're always pushed to be the best that you can be. And as a player, that's that's all you can really want for the coaches to expect the best out of you and know if you're not performing that there's there's the next level to it. But yeah, really enjoying the challenge and and the group of girls were really close knit. And um I think that that morale really helps pull through getting the results that that we really deserve from our performances at the minute. Yeah, it has been um, a fabulous season to start with, genuinely, from that Crawley-Voss game onwards. I think there's been, yeah, we've had a couple of hiccups. That's the honest truth. That's like football, right, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's like a bit of a roller coaster. But actually what you want to be is the momentum to remain steady and the team to grow in confidence. And then surely would that is that how you would describe how the season's gone since you've been here? Yeah, I think so. I think obviously, like you said, we've had a few games where we maybe haven't performed how we wanted to as a group, but we've really bounced back from those. And, and that's that's the important thing, learning the lessons from the games that we've more struggled in and then the next game putting out a really good performance. And I really think we've done that and, and picked up points and hard fought points when we needed to. Yeah, talk about hard fought points. Let's talk about the FA Cup. Whoa, mm-hmm. 
game of the weekend. Would we get to the third round? We've done the Mel Barton thing. We're now playing against Worthing. How much do you feel that you're prepared when you go into a game like that, knowing who, say, Worthing are and how maybe how good they are? We prepare for every game the same way. Obviously, the FA Cup's a special tournament and you want to go as far as you can do. So maybe it, it means a little bit more. It's a one-off game. You either win or you lose. We definitely went into the game knowing we were going to be in a fight, that they were going to be a quality side and they, they weren't going to sit off. They were going to come and press us high and want to win the ball back, um, which is which is what they did that first half. They um, made it really difficult for us to, to play out. They pressed high. Um, I think, like I said, yeah, they made it really difficult and uh, probably deserved what they had in the first half for the way they battled. But... I think going back to what I said before about the team, we just we regrouped at half time and we said, look, we we know we can do better. We need to go out and do better. And we really did in that second half. We fought for it. We we kept probing. Um we didn't give up. We didn't get on each other's backs and ultimately ended up getting the winner. But I think that second half we we really showed what we were about as a team. There was definitely a different MK Don's ladies team on the pitch. Do you know what I mean? You, <laughs> you, you, I, I wrote on Twitter, you know, if you want to look on, uh, if you look up determination in the dictionary, there's a picture of MK Don's ladies because it just meant so much to you, right? To get through to the next round of the FA Cup. Yeah, most definitely. Like I said, it's a, it's a special competition. And obviously the third round, you can get a good tie um, with the championship sides coming into, coming into the draw. So it was definitely really important that we went out in that second half, like I said, and put in a good performance and ended up getting the goals that we needed to to get through to, into the hat on the Monday draw. There was 120 people there uh, on Sunday to watch this game, which is brilliant for Fairfields, right? Totally. And then Oxford game, there was 600 people there um, down at the stadium, which is amazing. How important is it to you as a player to hear the roar and the cheer from the crowd? I think it just gives you that extra little bit of a lift. If if you make it, you make a mistake or something doesn't go as you'd hoped it would do, just to hear that the crowd is still supporting and still believing you as a team that you're going to go and get the goal. Because for half an hour of that second half, it was really frustrating. Um, we were creating chances and not just not finishing them. Um, but obviously. The crowd's still still there, still supporting, still cheering you on. They believe you can do it. It just gives you that extra bit of belief that you actually can go and get that goal. Always played where you played? <laughs> no. <laughs> a bit of a jack of all trades, I guess. Okay. Um, I started off in midfield as a as a youngster. Um played full back, centre back, winger even played up front for 30 minutes of a game. <laughs> um, probably the only position I haven't played in is goal and okay. goalkeeper. Just uh, not not for me. I think I'm a bit too clumsy to play as a goalkeeper. <laughs> is the position you're in right now your favourite position? or? Yeah, my career I've pre- predominantly played at full-back, either right or left-back. Um, I don't mind either or. So that's definitely my, my strongest position. But like I said, I have played... Probably not in midfield for a while, but um, I played centre-back for a bit um past few seasons when injuries and, and whatnot have meant we've not had players in that position. So 
I don't know. Do you feel like you're in the best position to support both defence as well as the forwards? Is that a position you're naturally like? I, I'm ideal team person here because I can get it to the front, but I can also support at the back. Naturally, as a defender, I love a love a last ditch challenge to stop a goal. So defensively, yeah, that's predominantly where I'd rather be. But obviously. I like to get forward and, and cross the ball in the box and try and supply for the strikers. Um, maybe pop up with a goal here and there, but it's probably not my forte. Why not have a go? Everyone else had a go. I mean, firstly, the whole team has scored now, right? You've you got to go on the ball. me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, extra city are coming, right? Extra city coming. Let's just, you know, why not? Just go for it, yeah? Just, you know, surge away forward, you know, when we need that goal. 30 yards out. Oh, completely... <laughs> You know, when you don't, you ever see a point where you see the goalkeepers off the line and you think, just a tap forward would do it, right? Uh, in training, maybe not in a game. <laughs> I mean, how, tell me about a little bit about your footballing past. Were you with Southampton Women before this? Yeah, so I was at Southampton Women's for four seasons. Um, so I spent quite a while there. Um, before that, I was at Crystal Palace, Watford, and London Bees playing. Senior football, I think this is my ninth season, maybe. Um, I guess just enjoy playing. So at Southampton, I had a, a really good spell there. Obviously, COVID came in the middle of it, which kind of disrupted a few seasons. But I really enjoyed it there. Um, really got my confidence back up and playing lots of first team football um, was really nice. And just gutted we, uh, we didn't get the success possibly of getting the promotion last season but then um I'm I moved away um hence I uh, came to MK this season um but like I said before I'm really enjoying the challenge of playing tier three going back to that obviously Southampton playing in tier four football um like I said got my confidence back up but I, I always knew I had the potential to play at a higher level again um so yeah I'm really enjoying that challenge and and getting back on the pitch that's where you love right I mean that's not your job job we'll talk about that in just a moment because that is a million miles away from football maybe maybe it is um but is um did you move to MK because your job moved as well or was it just like the both things kind of just happened the same thing same time um predominantly that I, I moved um but I think I, I I'd been thinking maybe for a few seasons that I wanted to wanted to push again for tier three um and see if I could I could perform at that level again. Um so I yeah. think it just timing that both co they both coincide with coincided with each other. So you didn't fancy at that time moving from Southampton women to Southampton and then they would have gone up, they would have got promoted. I mean they're doing so well, aren't they? Do you know the the other Southampton team? Yes, they they were um a very good team, still are a very good team. But I think I'd made a good good group of friends and I was enjoying my football at Southampton Women's and I wanted to help the team get their promotion. I wanted to see it through. I, we missed out two two times before that, finishing second in the league. Um, so stayed there and like I said, I really enjoyed it there. Um, and great group of girls there as well. Um but yeah, I just ended up moving away. So <clears throat> meant I came up to up to Don's. 
Well, you are welcome. And you've made an impact on the pitch as well. And we love that as well. And it is a great squad. I mean, you're fighting for your place um, like everyone else, but it's a great back four. Do you know what I mean? And um, I'm obviously talking to Tally last week. We're talking to you this week as well. And I think there's a moment where it's just such a great back four at the moment. Do you know what I mean? And um, you can only, you know, you are the last line. Do you know what I mean? You're the kind of the person that gets that that foot in at the right moment so we don't get a foul but um but we get a a, a save and a um you know maybe they get a um you know thrown or something because you've stopped the ball at a, a great moment but yeah definitely seen you fighting and it's just great to to see that as well I love a football where's that where did that come from quite a footballing family um my dad's played when he was younger my mum's always full, followed football my brother plays football um so I guess just from that, um, I ended up going down to, my dad used to be a coach for my brother's team. So I ended up going down to a training session and uh, the coach of the team at my age group was like, oh, she she's actually quite good. <laughs> can can we sign her for our team? Wow. Um, before that, I just kicked the ball around in the garden and down the park with my brother and my dad and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I guess that's where it started and then haven't stopped since then. So look, tell us what you do for a real real job. Now a lot a lot of people that do listen to podcasts I would be aware that every player is like it, they just love football, they come and play, and we love you coming to play and all that kind of stuff. But we do realise that currently at the moment the situation is MK Don's ladies aren't being paid to play football. And so you have to have another job so you can live and eat and breathe and do something. Do you know what I mean? So uh, what do you do in the real world? Um, so I work for a pharmaceutical company as an analytical chemist. Wow. <laughs> what, wow. So, I mean, what does that really mean? Um, so I work in like drug develop, early phase drug development. Um, and I develop analytical methods to be able to test um, pharmaceuticals for impurities and make sure they're safe to go into trials. Three things about you, things about you that we wouldn't have a clue about. Have a degree in chemistry. I mean, okay. Where'd you get it? Where'd you get it from? Where did you get? University of Kent. So I got bachelor's in chemistry. Perfect. Is that two one? Is that a one or first or two one? Balanced two one. Balanced football and studies. So um, <laughs> maybe more. So, maybe more football than studies. It sure. Be. <laughs> it's a, it, that's what would be on the report card, wouldn't it? If only Hannah just studied a little bit more. Yeah, you know what I mean? so, uh, if her left foot, if her left foot was doing the homework, it would have been great. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, so it perfect. So, what about the second thing? Second thing, uh, have a dual nationality. So I oh. have an Irish citizenship as well as British. Where from? Um, so my grandparents on my mum's side are both Irish. Okay. Whereabouts in Ireland? One's from Kerry and one's from Leash. Very nice. Very. So, like the, the back background of family is Irish, then. Yeah, on my mum's side, on my dad's side. Okay. Not so much <laughs> English. Definitely. Guinness or no Guinness? For me, no Bailey's. If I'm going to drink anything. Oh, have you tr- you tried Guinness though, right? Once. In Ireland or in England? Oh, in Ireland. Okay, yeah. okay, because it's so different. Honestly, it really, really is different. A lot of people will tell you that, but it's fact, 100% fact. So do you go back to Ireland much? Do you see much of Ireland? Have you toured Ireland? Have you been there? Have you seen, like, roots of your family? And Yeah, so we, we try to go back um, maybe once every two years. Um, or my Irish family will come over here as well, um, which is nice. Um, 
but my family in Kerry live in a very picturesque area. Um, so going over there in the summer is really, really nice. Looking over the sea and up in the hills, it's really pretty. Oh, yeah. there's there's a good reason why Ireland is so lush. I mean, it rains most of the time, but it's beautiful the rest yeah. of the time, right? If if you get lucky and you're there that one week of the year where it doesn't rain. <laughs> uh, third thing about you then, Hannah, we just don't know. Third thing, I don't like odd numbers. Oh, where did that come from? I honestly couldn't tell you, but as long as I can remember, if the TV volume's on an odd number, I'll change it. I'll eat things in even numbers. <laughs> My football shirts have always been even numbers. Oh, oh, you know, I was just about to say, I just needed to remind myself that you were 26, right? Because yeah, if that would yeah. be 25, you would have struggled then, right? Yes. <laughs> would, would you have said, have you always had a non-odd shirt then number? um you don't get a choice yeah. do you do you get cho- you don't get a choice of number do you no no squad numbers get assigned to you yeah. um but i probably would have said something if i've been given an odd number it's um, that is that strong yeah, yeah at my old club i said um when we got squad numbers i was like i don't care what number it is as long as it's an even let's one. look at the ramifications of this oh, do you park on level two four six or do you are you okay parking on level one three or five I've actually never thought about this, but now you might have changed my mind. I might have to park on level two, four, and oh, six. No! <laughs> I just wondered. I just, I just wondered how extreme it was. I mean, could you get off on a lift on an odd number? I mean, uh, what happens? Your telephone yeah. number has, has got odd numbers in it. What was it ends in an odd number? Do, would you change your telephone number? No, I don't think so. My house number's an odd number, and I really struggle oh. with that. Okay, but I can't really change that one. No buy a different house like you imagine it yeah sorry i've got to move just because i don't like the number sorry it, or you can put was, an a on the end yeah it was the first thing that um i said when we figured out what house number we were buying so, yeah um, that's funny i kind of just had to deal with that and it, um exeter city's coming up this weekend it's another cup game it's an exciting game to kind of get be involved in they are in the same league you must have played them before surely when you were with southampton Yes, I've played Exeter a few times. They are, they're on a bit of a winning streak at the moment. Uh, how yeah. good actually are they? They're going to be a challenging team for sure. Um, I think they'll be similar to Worthing. They'll they'll bring the game to us. They'll try and press us higher. They'll be physical, try and make it as hard as hard as possible for us to play our football, really. Um, and they've got good attacking threat as well. Um, so I think it's going to be another... Another tough game, but um, like I said before, we prepare exactly the same, um, yeah. and we have the belief that we're going to go out and win and and get through to the next round of the League Cup, which again will be an exciting prospect. A cup run's always always a nice thing to go go in the season. Yeah, no, and we're just in a number of cups, and which is very exciting. Do you know what I mean? So, um, uh, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. That Hannah, thank you for your time. England won the other night. Uh, they played in white. Uh, Exeter City play red, right? Surely. I mean, there's got to be, it's got to be like an omen. There's somewhere on the line. <laughs> in fact, the next three games, I swear that, that the next three teams all play in red and we're playing in white. So come on. It's got to be, got to be right. Uh, we believe. Uh, Hannah Samuels, thank you very much for being on the Game On podcast. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, right, I'm um, Stella, Exeter City Women. Um, they're playing this coming weekend. We're playing down in uh, down in Exwick in uh, down there as well. Um, in the uh, the cup, which is pretty brilliant. Look, this is again another good a good tie, right? Yeah, again a really a really really tough test again. Um, and like like we said, it's it'll be feel a little bit different because we now got three three away games. We felt we had a block of home, which has been nice to to get home slightly earlier, but. Uh, We've now got we got we now got a long travel, so that brings an element to it. Because obviously you're travelling down and and um, or, yeah on on the day, so obviously we 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 never want that to to impact performance. But I think, like I said, same thing same thing about Worthing that they've earned their right to be at this this level in terms of in this competition. They obviously they they were three 0 up against the London B side in in the last round. They obviously London mm. B's brought it back to three two, but they managed to hold on. So it it shows you straight away that they they can compete and beat tier three sides. So again, we're not going into the game expecting to go and dominate there, expecting to, to have it easy. It will be a real tough test, and I think that the, the especially with the carrot of we win the game, we're into a national cup quarter final, and and again, what from the from where we've been to to where we are now, what what a journey that would be. Um, to to have that after Christmas as well to look forward to. So, no, again, I think it's going to be a really good occasion. I think it's going to be a real good test for us. But 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 hopefully one that again in these cup competitions, I think we're we're unbeaten in the cups at the moment. So hopefully we we keep that run going. And and yeah, the later and further you get into competitions, like I've always said, is it okay? It means more fixtures, but we like having more fixtures because then we don't have weekends off. We can build consistency whether it's uh, in the league or whether it's in the cup we're we're playing every single week now and and we've I think that's shown in the last four or five games where we've had game after game after yes performances have just got better and better yeah absolutely we've always spoken about having momentum and last season we struggled with that kind of breaks here and there and like long spells without games and then you're trying to find a game to fill a gap or whatever and it's like no but now it seems like the consistency of that is really I feel like you're right. I've seen the team, the the growth and the movement and together. And even when we spoke last week um, to Tally, no idea. Like, that was the first, Ipswich game was their first time, the back four that they were. And they, like, they're growing together as well. Because you forget, oh, there's like Sophie's gone on at the moment and LB's moved out for just a moment. And it's like, you forget that you've got a another back line, another team, another group of people and, and just that consistency of of playing together, do I mean, really helps, doesn't it? Yeah, and and it, exactly that. And then when you have injury setbacks and stuff like that, like I said, not being in full time, obviously you don't naturally have that consistent work with them every single day. So it is like you said, when you have to reshuffle things, like when we've had injuries this season, it does sometimes take a little bit of time to to build them partnerships up. So again, like for a tally, tally was playing right centre-back because Sophia was more comfortable playing left-sided. But then, because then Sophia gets injured, as Hannah Warren's coming across from a full-back area, then Atali slides over from a left to a left-sided centre-back. So again, there's reshuffling. So it, it does take, yeah, it does take time to, to then build that. And and that's why sometimes you have the performances against an Ipswich because it's still learning how each other play and stuff like that. So that's the beauty of having this group and how hungry they are to, to to learn, to improve, to develop because they're doing that week on week, not just on the pitch, but away from things, watching stuff back. And and that's why when we see improvement, it's happening a lot, lot quicker because the dedication they're putting into it, um, mm. it will probably be a lot of slow, slower progress if they were just reliant on what we were telling them on a Tuesday, yeah. Thursday. Whereas they're not, they're going away and they're, they're reflecting themselves and looking for improvements themselves. 
So let's just talk a little bit more about this extra team. Should we be worried? I mean, they're in the tier tier below us, two tiers below us. Yeah, they're tier below, so they're they're tier four. Um, but but they're sitting sec- second at the moment. So again, um, yeah, yeah, I don't. It's not a case that that we're worried. I think we've just switched on to know that how good they can be, and and I think like you've seen this season. Cheltenham won that league last season, have come up to our league and yeah. have held their own. And we had a real good battle with them, obviously, first home game of the season. So it is a case that, that, like I keep saying, I think across the tiers from Super League Championship, our tier at tier three, tier four, and even tier five now, I think the top sides are getting closer and closer. That again, you saw in the FA Cup, AFC Wimbledon at the weekend, who are tier four, beat Billericke 2 0. Uh, hashtag who are tier four, knocked Ipswich out of the, the League Cup. So you don't ever, and I think you'd you would yeah you'd be going in with the wrong mindset if you look at them. Okay, league below, are oh, we're just gonna we're just gonna turn yes. and win football? That 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 that's never the case, and never the case at um at, at cup level. So it it, it is going to be a real real yeah a real real test for us. Um, but one, I have full belief in the group that that can overcome the the test, and and hopefully. Traveling home and uh, yeah, on that long way home, it makes it a little bit sweeter if you can yeah get yourself through to, to the next yeah. round of the cup. Yeah, no, completely. Oh my gosh, uh, we believe Charlie, and it's such an exciting. Honestly, it's such an exciting season already, and we're like virtually half, not even halfway through yet. Um, it feels like it's um uh, just a great place to be, and now we just need a few league games um just to kind of help that bit as well. But you know, we'll take the cups, right? We'll take the cup. Mid, if we say end up mid season, but with a load of trophies. I think we'll be happy with that, right? Uh, all right, come on, you dons. Uh, come and join us then on Sunday. Listening to Motti's mic, if you can't make the game, seriously, please come and support. Um, even when we get to Charlton, though, get yourself a ticket whenever the tickets are on sale. When do they go on sale, Charlie, for Charlton? Uh, I'm not sure. So it'll be just dependent on um, when when they um, go on sale. So we'll just be okay. waiting. We'll just be waiting for, for them to put it out. But obviously, when... When um when they do, we'll communicate that all out on our socials. So obviously, yeah, we can hopefully bring bring a big support to that as well. So looking forward to seeing you on Sunday down in Exeter, Charlie. I'll be waving me a little flag. I don't have a flag, but if I had a flag, I'd wave it. So um, I wish you go from there. So uh, all right, thank you very much for being on the Game On podcast. No, thank you again, Simon, and, and, and see you Sunday. 